you found us. This is the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Welcome. Welcome back. This is part two of the VoiceOver Gurus podcast with Brian Lee as my co-host today. We had so much to talk about last time that we just continued talking. So here is part two. I'll stop talking. But like they've taken your voice, they manipulate it, they manipulate it. And the person is like, I'm, I'm, I'm being held against my will. Please, please send such a, you know, that kind of thing. That's, that's where it'd be good to have a safe word. By the way, 11 labs, when I, to do the exact voice, they opened my microphone on my computer and made me read a random phrase because they didn't want somebody else to steal my voice. Like if you took a 10 years of Brian Lee and said, I want to make an exact duplicate of Brian Lee, not a clone, but a, you know, a, but not what they call cloning, which is not perfect, but their main system. And you sent it in, right? Right. When I, when I fed it in, I'm like, ha. Huh. There we go. And it goes, um, yeah, we need to know this is really you. Oh, and it goes, how does it prove it? It says, can we open your microphone and have you read a phrase? If not, we're not going to do it. So I went, ah. okay. Interesting. And, and, it, and it and opened the microphone and it went, read this now. And it mm -hmm. gave you. So I couldn't take Peter Thomas and have and take his voice and right. clone him completely because I can't. He's not alive. So alive, I can't right. use. Mm -hmm. I can't make him say something. They would know. I would, maybe I'll clone him and use their own system to throw it back at them. You know, ah. the, 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 I'm sure they thought about that. They know we know this is our synth voice. You know, so I read an article this morning that there's this company that's going to be selling TVs that are also going to have like a separate monitor that is showing advertisements and stuff. But in addition to it, the TV has a microphone that we mm -hmm. can record you and listen to everything. Um, submit it to God knows who, and it has a camera. That's mm. that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. I saw something uh, who the today. Who wants that in their house, though? It was a clip. Joe Rogan did a clip on. Uh, I read the terms in my TikTok agreement. Mm. Oh, oh, it's like this is what TikTok. This is what the pro, the application on your phone is will do, is doing, and you agree to it, and you you don't want to read what it does. It's bad. <laughs> It's basically, you know, it, it, it records every keystroke you type in. So all your passwords, it knows. It knows yeah. where you go, what account, you know, if you, if you go somewhere and you put in a username and password, it knows the link because you, it knows where you went. Mm -hmm. It knows where you go. It knows your IP address. It knows your keystrokes. It knows uh, how much, what operating system you're using and how many. I just looked at it and just went, ugh. <laughs> and then I tried to rationalize that by going, I'm one guy. Why would they care about me? You know, <laughs> There's billions of people on earth with TikTok. Why me? You know, they don't care about me. You might be that until, one until one day guy. one of their bots gets to my gets to my name, loads yeah. every website, my banking information all and dumps all my passwords into it until it gets it. You know, every and trailer. if you're stupid like me, you have like four passwords that you use on everything and you know, they'll hit it eventually, you know. <laughs> four. So, yeah. It's so just, back to trailers real quick. What are, what are your most favorite lines that you've said? In a world. What, and what's the most common? What do you, what do you, what, what's the most common? Rolling because... Stone calls. <laughs> Vanity Fair calls. You know, Rotten Tomatoes scores, you know. <laughs> you know, 
It's always like Rolling Stone calls it a masterpiece. <laughs> the best film of the year. The number one comedy of the year. Bring the whole family. You know, it's, it's, it's all the same eight lines. Yeah. You'll walk out of the theater dancing. You know, this is a movie to see. Now it's now it's this is a movie to see in a theater. Oh, right. A movie so fantastic. You'll want to see it in a theater. You'll want to go to the movies. Yeah, that's. <laughs> You know, all these trailers and this four lines. Right. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't talk of anything about the movie and or the actor. Yeah. You know. Ben it's Affleck kind of... is amazing. <laughs> Matt Damon gives the best performance of his career. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know, why don't we start a trailer comedy company? Yeah. You know? Just start one. <laughs> but that's that's the scary part. Yes. Because they'll just load in eight AI lines and make a thousand trailers with right, it. Right, yeah. right. Because, like, w contained within the trailer, to, I mean, right. for the few lines you may have, a lot of them are similar, to, right? Yeah, how to promote it. I mean, I don't know if the I don't know if the union's going to get involved with it. I don't know if SAG after is going to get involved, saying, "Look, you're a union shop; you can't use AI." Right. But Put regulations on it. You know, I think that that's probably going to happen. I think that people are just trying to figure out what legally they can do because AI is not a human. So you, it's the representation of humans human right. actors you know so if it's if you're not using a human actor then how could the union have a right over you know have the right to tell you to use a human although they kind of do that now you have to use a human if you're a signatory you have right. to use humans you know to, to you can't use non-union humans <laughs> you have mm -hmm. to use union humans and now it's going to be what but in the non-union world nothing's regulated but in, in in the non-union world, nothing is regulated, and if 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 a voice is synthetically created and generated, it's not even a person. So, right. how do you how do you regulate something that isn't real? You know, it's well, maybe the hard. process is just regulated. The process of the creation of the synthetic voice. Uh, maybe it probably have to go into some kind of. I don't know. I don't know. Do I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, it's, it's above my pay grade. I, I just don't know what they're going to Sh do. Shifting gears slightly. I was thinking about the, this the other day. You know, when you wash dishes or do something with water, you start to pontificate about elements of your life. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like in your shower, you know, yeah. water-based. Yeah. Existential crisis, yeah. <laughs> and Why I'm am like, I here? Look at my hand. Oh, I no. Uh, no, I flashed Ugh. to the early 90s with, I was manning the phones at the radio station and you were trying to get a hold of me. And I finally called you back from like the office phone or something. Mm -hmm. And you were screaming at me, like screaming at me. I was? Uh, yeah. And I have Why? A, what, what did you do? I have a feeling it's because I didn't call you back in a timely manner for maybe a job. Right. And so this is like the beginnings of my lessons. Screaming of, at you? Is that you really yelling my... at, Yes, you were. Back then you were. You were hot-headed. Mm, maybe. You were... You were passionate and you were well, like, there was, I don't know if it was personal as much as it was professional. Uh, yeah, right? I'm sure it was professional. Yeah. But I remember just sitting there. It's like, I how have a, dare a you? Of you? I mean, you was like, like, yeah, it, yeah. It was just like, you need to be my mom. And I was just like, what the <sighs> hell is going on? <laughs> I called you. What, were you on the air or something? Or no, like, I wasn't. I uh, know. I was working in the business office and they had me go up to the front because somebody had to go to lunch. So I'm like, all right, I'll answer the phones. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's how you finally got me. K-Rock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it was. I, well, I don't remember that. And I yeah. wouldn't mind you reminding me. It was about this and it was a Nissan spot and you were around and I wasn't around. And you were like, and 
we're going to lose the account. And there was a change, you know, we said payments as low as $300 a month and it was three fifty. dollars And we, yeah, where are you? <laughs> it, had some, it had something really to, to do with that. But do you remember now also- I don't need you. <laughs> I was talking I to Linda, three fifty. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had someone working for you, which we won't mention her name because I think she's still working. But remember, she wouldn't give you my messages when I would call. Yeah, very bad person. <laughs> and I'd be like, I did call you back. I yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you'd find out, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember that person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, the early 90s. Anyway, that was what was uh, running through my head when I was washing dishes the other day. I just figured mm-hmm. I'd share it with you. Yeah. I just, I can't, I just can't believe that, that it, it, it was, like, I went into, when I, when I sold my studio, or I gifted my studio, I remember going into the storage closet to get, to look for stuff that I want, want to take. And it was like a time capsule going backwards. <laughs> it was like in the front, there was all like thumb drives and stuff like that. And behind that were like um, stacks of CDs, you know, burnable CDs, blank yeah. CDs. And then behind that were a stack of dats. And behind <laughs> that was pancakes of, of quarter inch tape, you know, because this is where the, you know, the industry is going. And, uh, and, then, and then there was nothing because we just emailed everything and kept things on hard drives. You know, there was mm-hmm. no, the delivery method had changed, but a lot has changed. I mean, what what people in what people I think fail to see, or at least I haven't found anybody who thinks this way, but we wonder, you know, how we got here. And and the thing is, is that you didn't I, I think that Betty White said it the best in twenty ten when she was on SNL. Mm-hmm. And she goes, You know, when I was in when I was on TV, we did everything live. You know, yeah. it's not like we wanted to. We just didn't know how to tape things, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. and that's really it, you know. Yeah. So I think that technology has, it's it's created, it breeds last minute. It, it breeds convenience. It breeds, mm-hmm. you know, FedEx was huge when it came out. I can get something to, to Cleveland overnight, papers. And then when the fax machine came out, yeah, you know, that it's was like, huge. here you go, documents. And then when the, you sign over a fax machine. And then, you know, beep cell phones. Now I don't have to find a pay phone from my beeper. I don't find, you know, and so now, and so when I worked on projects a long time ago, we had tons of time. You, your mindset, like a program director at a radio station or a creative services director at a television station would have a meeting with an EP and a news department, whatever. And they're going to, hey, we're going to do a series on homeless, the homeless. Mm-hmm. And when does this, okay, that's going to, it's the, the series is going to start the middle of next week. And so there was time to go out, do research, find, interview, shoot people, come back, write it, get it, fax it to me to voice, mm-hmm. me to track it, get it back. And there were no pickups back then. There was no, oh, we had a revision. None of that existed. Right. They were, they were because you didn't think that this line, unless it was factually incorrect, which, right. you know, you weren't in a hurry back then. So it wasn't. It was always factually correct to get it done. And so you didn't even think that you could get a quick revision. Mm-hmm. You didn't even think it. it. So everything was, everything was on this kind of taking a bus instead of an airplane type of an attitude. Uh-huh. And, uh, or like now it's like Star Trek transporting. It's like, boom, there it is. You know, I just went yeah. and then there I am. Instantaneous. And so, and so what has happened is over time, deadlines have gotten shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter mm-hmm. because we can deliver things so much quicker on over the internet. Yeah. 
And but at the same time, what that has also created is a tremendous amount of anxiety and indecision on the part of the producer or the executive producer or the writer. And hmm. that and that has flown down to the that has kind of flowed down to the talent, right? And so think about it. Back in the day, I would do promos or liners or something for a radio station, put it on a reel of tape, take it to FedEx, they get it the next day, you right. know, and then they mm -hmm. would produce it or whatever. Or vice versa. I would get some VO person would would do it and I would get it on a tape, put it together that next day, FedEx it out that night, and it would get there the next day. Right. And everybody was just so ahead with their promotions, their ideas, their whatever. And so now you're tied to the computer. You're tied to your yes. phone. You're tied because everything is like last minute. I, I do it. I did an entire, you know, news open uh news open yesterday for a TV station. And then like 20 minutes later, they sent an entire new open. Wow. Because they wanted to rearrange the story. <clears throat> idea. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, we're jump, we're dumping this number three story. We're moving, we're dumping that. We're making a new number one of a, of a three part tease. We're making a new number one, a new number two. And then we, and, and then, and we'll make number two, number three. And this airs in 40 minutes. Yeah. Wow. The open to the news. Wow. Like tonight, next. Mm -hmm. It's like number one, blah, 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 number two, blah, 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 number three. That changed. Literally, I've gotten I've gotten changes in. I swear to God, ten minutes before hit time. Wow. That means an editor is sitting there, needs to drop it, throw it all together, and export it into a system so it plays on TV in mm -hmm. ten minutes. Mm -hmm. I would get revisions for the live reads, the live announce. Um, and right before I'm about to announce Fran Drescher, they've just rewritten mm -hmm. her bio and she's standing on the side of the stage and yeah. I'm there and they're like, no, 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 you can't say that. And I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, they're writing it down and putting it in front of you. Yes. And my, like, I have, like that bead of sweat here. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so yeah. nervous. And so that's, that's, that's it. And, and, but, but the entire, I think that humanity has just in, in this generation has come to expect it. Oh, yeah. I, totally. I want a song right away. Do you know? I want a movie right away. Well, it's I, the same thing with learning voiceover. They want to learn it instantly. Mm -hmm. You know? And they want to be and they want to be successful at it and making money in it in, in, in a day. Yeah. I'm a voiceover and you know, we've got decades of this. I had so, a fifteen year old yeah. kid um who hired me to do an assessment with him last week. And there I am on Zoom, you know, waiting for the assessment to start, and all of a sudden he logs in and he's on his scooter outside so he plans on reading a script and i'm like what are you doing you know right. he's like oh, i gotta get home okay i'll be home in two minutes oh red light hold that red light oh make the left make, and i'm hearing his little journey as he gets himself up to the right. up to the, his room now the assessment's only 20 minutes now we're already 10 minutes in right and so i said why don't we just reschedule because we're not going to have time to do this no 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 no. i'm good i'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. finally gets everything and he says this isn't cutting into my time right <laughs> i go yes it is yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, it's a 20 minute assessment or, or my favorite. How long is the 20 minute assessment? It's 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so I rescheduled him kindly. Next day we do connect. And he just starts saying to me, I just want to get this done quickly. It's something that I want to do. Like. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm like, that's not a possibility. You know, mm -hmm. he's like, well, I just want to this is what I want to do. Da -da 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 -da. So I'm like, well, I'm not the coach for you. You know, so I right. sent him off, but it's that instantaneous attitude and the frustration that comes with it of what really I have to actually, you know, think 
and right. work on my craft. It's all it's, about. It's just it's all very about. Frustrating. It's all about them. Yeah, it's I don't very mean that in a mean way. I don't. I don't. But it's how everything else is, which is why they're thinking it, this is also how it is. Because because everything around them works that way. Right. They get everything. They're hungry. They call DoorDash mm-hmm. or Uber Eats, and it comes to them. Mm-hmm. I I have never ordered groceries from. I haven't done that. Where Grocery. you pick the groceries and somebody brings it to your house and here's oh, your yeah. order. I've, done that a I've few never times. done it. Not that mm-hmm. I don't believe in it. I just have never gotten a part of that mentality. Yeah. I go down 20 stories, get in my car, and drive to the grocery store and walk in the middle of the day if I'm busy. I never think about, oh, I need. Yeah. I don't think that way. And it, like I said before, it's not that I'm old or, or just. It's, it's not just, how you operate. It's just, yeah, it's how, it's how I operate. But, but, but this right here, this. I know. It's, it's so just, annoying. And, but that's, it's never, it's not going anywhere. That's how people communicate. And, uh, I had to set up. It's funny. You ever take a. What's oh, that? I just set up the focus feature on my phone that when I arrive to work, you know, the geo tracking thing, mm-hmm. my phone only allows calls from like two people and no other notifications because I would be here working and my watch would be going off and my phone's mm-hmm. going off. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't concentrate. I can't focus. I need this time. Right. But you have to kind of set up those controls in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, yeah. Or just, or just have but a mentality you, with it. I mean, I don't you, mind. I you get I, a lot really of instantaneous not, things not from work. What's that? You get a lot of instantaneous requests for work. I do, um, but, but I'm they not come from social. Email? You know, I don't really email. Yeah, and yeah. and my clients have my phone number. They can text me. Yeah. Hey, I just emailed you something or whatever. But I, I don't care. But I don't have a, I don't have a social load. You know, it's yeah. always pulling on me. You know what right. I mean? I remember talking to producers who are in their forties now. And uh, I said, how much of the day do you spend on uh, f- uh, Facebook? Because that's what was big back then, not Instagram or TikTok. It was Facebook. And uh, she was also trying to find somebody to date. So she was on Tinder, Match, eHarmony. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, how much that social media ruins productivity, yes. right? But... um. But but when that's your whole life, when your whole life is that, I get in my car and I pull up to a light. I look in my back through my rear view, and someone's always on the phone. Mm-hmm. Unless they're eighty, they're on their phone. Yep, yep. They're talking. They're texting. They can't just sit Mm-mm. and wait for the light to change. No, not I know. in a million years. And, and then there's the ones that don't do all that crap while they're driving. Oh right, I know. And you just hope that you're not the one in front of them. Right. Because they'll hit you. They'll right. hit you. And you don't even know what their conversation is about. Right. You know, it's going to be, I'm breaking up with you. Ah! <laughs> and to the person in front of you, you know? So uh, you just you just don't know. So we've got, we've, we've kind of tapped into a bunch of stuff. I think that the, the, I think that the younger generation out there listening to this is just kind of probably looking at me going, boomer, which I'm not. I'm younger than a boomer. But um, that they're going I, like, I had a student call me a fossil the other day. <laughs> he goes, you're a fossil because <laughs> I'm in my 50s. And I think he was trying to be funny and cute. He's surprised, a cute kid. I'm, I'm surprised that he came up with that word. Well, I know. And I said, how, how old's your dad? He goes, 52. I go, that's how old I am. Yeah, right. he's a fossil too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having, I'm, now, I'm just now, just, just now, I did that wedding in, um, yeah, I did that wedding in, in, in New York. And uh, 
the the groom's dad was my age. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I love his son. His son is great. I'm like, how old are you? He's like 30. And I'm like, <laughs> right, you're 30. And I'm 52. So right. <laughs> that's right. Your dad was 22 when you were born. That's normal. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, no. You know, so, so, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that's starting, not, that's starting to slide. And it will continue to slide more and more and more where the people that I'm working could be my kids. Yes. You know, um, it's that's not crazy. It, it's it's rare that I, most of the people I'm working with are my age or maybe 10 years younger than me, mm-hmm. maybe 15, 35, 39, you know, things like that. But uh, it's coming. Yeah, I work yeah. in the 30 to 40 range seems to be the clients mm-hmm. are in that range. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what it. I don't know what a younger, I don't know what someone in their 20s would think about this conversation. I mean, I, to me, maybe they would look at us like we, when we were in our 20s, listening to someone talk about what it was like to be in World War II. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you know? there were tanks everywhere and <laughs> there were planes flying and things were blowing up and we didn't know if we were going to survive. And you're going, that what? sucks. Thanks, Grandpa. That sucks. But think about how we thought about it. We weren't going, Really? I have Tell several. What it was like to be in Vietnam, you know, we didn't, we didn't. I we have several students care. that kind of run the gamut, so they they go from like eighteen. Well, no, I, I even have some younger kids that come, and then I have a lot of people in their early twenties, and they're all creativity focused. So I find that I can bond with him on them on that level, you know. So with performance and creativity and expression, mm-hmm. especially because they're all interested in video games and animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's how I can bond with him because otherwise one I asked the other day I go do you remember Masterpiece do you know what Masterpiece Theater is and he's looking at me like no. you know what TV is you know what PBS is <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah. did I tell you this I was Doesn't up in know. Georgia not too long ago and um, I was talking I had to do some work uh, up there on uh, on on a I had I had a, to do some stuff and I was up there and I was talking to the lady at the desk and she was like what do you do and I said I do voiceover and I said, I'm a voice of a station in Atlanta. And she's, uh, and she's like, oh, which one? I said, blah. She goes, oh, that's you. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Which is, yeah, to, to, the adulation is wonderful when they can appreciate it. <laughs> and then there's a girl standing next. And she was like the head of technology or something for the company. You know, mm-hmm. that was her division. She was like 32. And she's just sitting there like I'm speaking Chinese. She doesn't have. She has no clue what Mm -hmm. we're talking about, and she's been working there for five years, and she knows this woman. And this woman's saying, "Oh wow, so you do like the news?" And and I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, that's pretty wild." And I looked at her, and I actually said, "I said, do you know what we're talking about?" She goes, "No." (laughs) I said, "Do you you watch TV?" She goes, "I don't know what channel 46 is. I don't even know." Right. I said, "So you don't watch TV?" And she goes, "Well, I watch shows." I said, "Streaming." She goes, Netflix, Hulu. I said, do you ever turn on television? She goes, to watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. I said, so you don't like turn on NBC or CBS. Right. She goes, I don't even know where that is. Wow. I don't know what's on it. I don't care. And I'm like, what do you, what do you, she goes, I just, I'm on Instagram and I just find what everybody's watching. They all want to watch the new yeah. whatever. And then I mm-hmm. binge watch you know, whatever. Right. So, you know, and people in their cars, you know, even though radio is a huge medium, people in their cars are are pretty much on their phones the whole time. Mm-hmm. They're not cranking up the, and if they are listening to music, it might be their own music. So. Right. But, you know, so everything is sliding. It's a generation. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's from behind that. 
you know, I don't. Um, well, it's good. It's important to keep up with it, and it's important to stay knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't. But I always told myself when I was younger, I said, "I'm going to be cool." <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be cool, and I'm going to just the kids are just going to. I'm going to be one of them. I know. This is really cool, and I and I was able to pull that off, you know, through my twenties, and because I thought twenties was old back then and thirties, <laughs> and now in my fifties, and and they they don't. I listen to my daughter pull up. She's on the phone with me, uh, and on her speakerphone in her car, and she pulls up to a Starbucks to order something, and I swear that we talk the same, but. And she's kind of short about that. Hey, do you have any blah, 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 whatever? Do you, do you, do you have any ham Swiss Gouda wraps today? You know? And they're like, let me check. And I'm like, God, that was kind of short and rude. But it wasn't. But, you know, because yeah. mm-hmm. I'd be yeah, like, hey, how are you doing today? And they're like, fine. Why are you asking me? I don't care. <laughs> um, so it's just that. And then and she gets over there and then she has this conversation, this really quick back and forth conversation with the person at the drive through. And it's all great. I try to mimic that. I go to a Starbucks and I'll pull up to the drive-thru mm-hmm. and I'll say, and I'll go, how can I help you? And I'll go, yeah, I want a tall white mocha frap. frap. Then do you have a protein bistro? Do you have any protein bistro boxes? I'm sorry, what? It's like, do you have any protein bistro boxes? She goes, I'll have to check. She doesn't <laughs> do that with my daughter. <laughs> and, and this comes back. She goes, yep, we have one. Okay. So I'd like one of those. Okay. And the, just the frappuccino, yeah, okay, pull around. It's just like, <laughs> what, what? You're not I, cool. Am You're I not cool. exactly? That's I'm it. I'm not, and I have to, I have to deal, I have to deal with that. Yeah, we all do. And she just, it's just the reality of it. It's just something age. that is just there. It's and and how we are looked at by, mm-hmm. you know, two three generations below us. It's just. Well, because I have students, I have to try to keep up with what they're looking at, what they Mm -hmm. want to perform. Um, But do they look to you as knowledgeable or do they look to you as I got to do this to do what I want to do? No, the majority of them are doing it to to improve on their performance abilities. Mm -hmm. So they come to me for like techniques and things that they can do behind the mic. That's good. And and obviously you can tell if they care or if they're grasping it or if they respect you. But um, manga decks is like a really big thing right now that they like to read. And that's the the old Japanese animation. And you have to Mm -hmm. read it from right to left. And Mm. and it's it's so difficult. But it's like, okay, I need to know. This is what some of the students like to do. What's the purpose of that? Why? Where does it get them? I don't know. No. I don't know. It's what they want. So it could be culture. It could be a fad. It could be... Mm -hmm. Because people... people, That's just it. You know, people... People don't, you know. I'm, I'm I'm sounding like in my day, but I'm not. I'm not really. It's just what what stimulates the young mind, and it's just whatever they just can thumb up. How fast they can thumb up on a phone and read about. I know. Whoever, and that is what satiates them. You know, that's mm-hmm. what fills them. Mm-hmm. And and it's not anything that's what I would consider depth or dimensional or learning or connecting or conversing you know how long have we been on talking right now an hour an hour mm-hmm. and i can't think of the last time i saw a 22 year old talk for an hour right this way maybe yeah or or, or whatever yeah. yeah but 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 it's, it's not that different. it's wrong it's just different it's just different it's and just this different. is and this is how they communicate i think that a lot of anxiety and disconnection and depression 
and uh, just feelings of dread and everything come from this only because there's not this. Right. The lack no, of social connection no in such, person. Right. It's like when, when, a, when you see kids, when, like horrible stories about kids in foster homes. You know, they have no parent. They sit there and they go like this. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's not a parent doing this. It's just so I, I don't know. We may come full circle with it. You know, this is everything. I always say that the, that everything, you know, history repeats itself. And yeah. so AI may go, it, people might sour on AI and just go, God, we want we want so much more of, of this. Uh, I feel might, it's going to go in that direction eventually. Yeah. Yeah, people mm-hmm. may start souring on social and, and, and there yeah. might be a whole, you know, almost like a Me Too movement. Something will happen and, and, and somebody will say, this is not what we do. This is what we do. This is the best way to communicate. And humans are amazing people, you know? Yeah, yeah. And we will and, rebound and we'll and find I, and, a new and, way. And, and, I, and I think so. So, but Thanks for joining uh, me today. Yeah. Absolutely. We, co- we Absolutely. covered a few things. We covered the trailers. We mm-hmm. talked about the producers. Um, but yeah, a lot of, lot of fantastic information. Yeah. All, and, and we talked about how you yelled at me when I was 24 yeah. years old. I still old. don't remember why. As far it's as okay. I'm concerned, it was your fault. <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> Should I apologize now? Yeah, let's do that. I'm really sorry I yelled at you. <laughs> okay, thank Whatever you. the reason was for. It was probably not... Probably not a nice thing to do. And, if, and, and now, how many years ago was that? Uh, well, 24, 20, 30. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. A long time. If it's an, an, I'll tell you, and I'll be completely honest now. If 25 or 30 years ago, I yelled at you and it made that much of an impression and an impact on you that, to where it did actually scar you and make you bring it up, I am truly sorry. Oh, thank you. So, absolutely. It's just a memory. It's just a memory. Yeah. yeah. A really good one. <laughs> Thank you for telling the world. <laughs> Appreciate it. This is, this is how you get your revenge. This is so, thousands of people are going to watch this. Brian Lee is a dick. <laughs> you know? I'm all so. about sharing truth, truth and honesty. All right. Thank here. you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, my friend. You're welcome. Absolutely. Always, Always a pleasure. Now I'm going to go you. work. Yes. And uh, all my very best to you. And thank so long, everybody. Well, this wraps up another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. We'll see you real soon, but here is Brian Lee to play us out. Play us out. What does that mean to play us out? Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.